Firstly, uh, thank you for accepting my invitation and accepting to be on my show. Sure. Thank you. Thank you for uh, you know giving me this opportunity at this last minute, but I'm very excited to be part of this podcast. I've looked at some of your previous videos and you know podcasts, and I, it seems like an interesting thing that you've been doing this. And yeah, thank you. I thought to introduce uh, you to my audience and tell uh, uh, the work that you are doing and uh, the experiences that you have. Okay, hi everyone. My name is Malti, and um, currently I'm working as an IT professional in one of the defense companies here in the United States, in New Jersey. And uh, I've been working in IT industry for more than 20 years. I've recently graduated from my second master's program in technology management from one of the Ivy League colleges here. Over the 20 years of my time, I've been a software engineer and working for various organizations, commercial to different mission critical systems. Um, apart from that, I'm very actively involved in STEM. You know, I want, I'm more interested in like kind of encouraging more women, girls, you know, empowering them to and motivate them to take engineering as their career, you know, up in future. And I also I'm part of public speaking, which is Toastmasters International. So I love to motivate youth and increase them and enhance their public speaking skills. So, and I have my family. I live with my three kids here, and uh, I enjoy dancing as well. It's my passion, and then I continue learning and teaching Indian classical dance. So, so in a nutshell. <laughs> awesome. So, can you tell more about the uh, Toastmasters? Uh... Uh, your engineering career? Sure. Um, Toastmasters have been uh, part of this club. It's an international club, as you have seen and heard of it. It's all over the world. I've been part of the club for four years. Throughout this journey, initially, I started off just like a member just to explore the club, but then eventually my interest grew more into it. I've completed two different pathways, and each pathway has been helping me improve my presentation, public speaking skills, take up the nervousness and how to be able to convincingly speak to audience. And um, as part of this journey, I've made good friends. Danny's one of my closest friends that you have met as part of the same journey. And I'm actually also encouraging you because it's very important that communication plays an important role, whether you're working in an IT organization or in any place is always uh, it, it is always hard to be able to talk about yourself, brag about yourself, and at the same time, be able to communicate your ideas across smoothly. So I think this is a very good platform which can help everybody improve their uh, public speaking and presentation skills. And it's been helpful as part of my regular work, you know, career as well, you know, day-to-day -day work, speaking with the team members, communicating the ideas across smoothly, and also also to senior management. How do you be able to convince something you want them to be able to do? So that's kind of closely tied towards also my you know, work, up, work as well. So, so it, uh, it is interesting that uh, you are into this from a long time and uh, you understood about uh, how to convince people and uh, you know how what works to make things possible. Right. Uh, also, you you said about public speaking. So, not everybody thinks like us. Not everybody have the thoughts that we have. Not everybody have the ideas that we have. So, how you made this possible? How you made the uh, uh, people to uh, believe the ideas and the thoughts that you have? 
Right. As an example, like, I mean, I've done my second master's, as I said, my main focus has been digital transformation. What is it? What is digital transformation? Kind of like in the same uh, in the technology world right now, every organization needs to move what I call is from a red ocean towards a blue ocean. There's a famous book about it. I just don't have it in front of me. I've been reading it. How do you it's like a blue ocean strategy to be able to untap the market space and make people understand how to be able to convince the business that there's a value add and there's a value proposition towards moving to new technology and transforming the current business. So in order to be able to use that, you should be able to effectively convince. Yes. So the very first thing I think in this process is being able to understand what is the political map. What's the political terrain? What is the series of that management or leadership, I would call leadership roles that each and every individual or personal plays in that political map? So make that map. And then the other thing I believe is team coalition. What does that mean? It means if you are part of that team or that group that's making that change, it makes it more effective. And that, you know, you just don't give the idea and throw it to the team and say, hey, go do it. I need this budget approval to be able to make this happen. Instead, you be part of the team and you kind of prove it or make a prototype of it, show a proof of concept. And then you're being able to be effectively bring that change management. So it's very important, the two things. One, understand who are those influencers in that political map. Try to understand, are they positive influence towards your change or they're not going to be able to support it? If they are the ones who are able to influence your change, then it's easier to be able to be part of the team and be able to convince. And communication. So that communication, Toastmaster, like that public speaking, the speaking skills to be able to be able to communicate that effectively, it just ties in so together. I hope I made it kind of clear. Awesome. So why why only particularly you targeted the women? Why not men? Um, I mean, I saw like like I mean, I I felt like in my 20 years of my career, I came from India. My you know roots are back from India. I came there. I got married. Like after my marriage, I actually pursued my career, which I wanted to do in engineering. So it was hard to be able to you know understanding our parents and this, you know, what family background I came from, it wasn't that easy to be able to pursue that career there. So, so I felt like um, there is still that inhibition. There are certain myths that women and girls have in their minds when they want to take up engineering as a career. Because the two, at least the two myths that I know about, one, they think that you have to be like engineering is a very hard subject. You have to be extremely great at math and science, and it's not something your cup of tea is. You know, that's a myth. You just have to be good at it. You should be able to, even if you're good at arts, nowadays you see STEAM, right? It's like not just science, you know, technology. It's also arts coming into picture. So if you're good at arts and you have that artistic skills, it's really, it's, it's, it's good for engineering and technology careers. 
And then the other myth that they have is women think, hey, the work-life balance, how do you do that? I'm going to be married. I want to have, you know, family. It's going to be hard to support this kind of hard, you know, sort of a career. So they are hesitant and they think they don't have, women don't have a social life when you take engineering as a career, which is a big myth. You see my CEO of my company, who just like recently changed, but she manages 100,000 employees and she's a woman. She's been my role model and a motivator. So I want to be able to clear that myths to any girls who are thinking, I have a perfect social life. I have a work, like, you know, if you prioritize and manage it, organize and plan it better, it should be easy for you to be able to handle it and balance it effectively. So as I said, like I have three kids, I'm, I'm a, I'm a dancer, you know, I have a party social life and I am like, you know, engineering. So I want to be able to, uh, I guess, um, share that message across saying that, you know, these are the myths. You just have to clear those myths. So I think that's why I'm like more towards like focusing on women and young girls who are like right off college, right off like, you know, their high school. They're hesitant thinking about. So I do go to high school students and I actually have conversations. And so this is what I do as a part of a STEM volunteer. So it's kind of very important to take that inhibitions and just to grow a technology career. It should not be that hard to be able to balance and manage. So. So like you said, uh, you go to them and uh, you know, you, you try to understand them, you try to tell what works uh, in IT industry mm -hmm. and uh, you tell uh, how uh, communication plays major role in, in this industry. So so what are the things that uh, you observe because they, they, they are not matured, but they, they, they don't have the industrial knowledge, they are, they are just uh, uh, into uh, the studies just uh, came into uh, came from the uh, school level to to sure. this level so they don't know what exactly works and they don't know how the things are going to work so, yeah so how that that uh, the the beginners they are, they are completely beginners so what do you uh, tell how do you tell to them so just to clear that again you are not alone in anything you do so when you're working in an IT company or anything, you're not alone. You're always working as a team, right? So you're not like left alone to do things all by own. Nobody does that anymore, right? So, um, so in that team, do not hesitate to ask and learn. I think that's the key, key important thing that I would just tell them is like, nobody is perfect in anything. Everybody learns through the process. As I said, like at this age, at this point of my life, I'm still doing my second master's. I just graduated. It's kind of like, it's just a never ending thing. Learning never ends anywhere. So through the process, do not hesitate to ask anything. No question is silly. No question is, you know, of any less value. And if you have an idea, it's important to share across that idea. A lot of the times you have an idea deep within and it just like stays there forever. So it's just, I think it's very important that they communicate that idea without kind of, again, it could be accepted. It could not be accepted. It could have been a silly idea. It's okay, but you just don't hesitate to ask. This is something I would just say, and then continue looking for advancement or enhancing skills. And the other thing is, once you're right off school or uh, even a graduate as an internship coming to a, my company and working, there's tons of opportunities. 
there are what we call like a rotational opportunity. Try to take an advantage of those opportunities, like just giving you an experience is like, hey, I'm not interested in doing like project management. I want to do more of like software engineering. Hey, I'm not interested. I want to do systems engineering. Like, I mean, you have like tons of those opportunities. So kind of explore and learn through the process. I think that's what it is. It's more important. And then as more and more you do that, the more and more you develop the network, and then you understand what's your more um, stronger uh, strength is it, and then you kind of continue in that direction. So uh, students, uh, they come from different backgrounds, uh, so they have different uh, ways of communicating with people, and uh, and uh, they have uh, different thoughts that they express in different ways. So not everybody expresses uh, their uh, thoughts and uh, their ideas in the same way. So what what exactly that works to make uh, uh, to establish communication between the team members and uh, convince them and uh, what exactly should be there? What are the qualities that uh, every uh, individual need to have uh, in order to uh, uh, make communication better and uh, uh, maintain good relationships and uh, with people? Right. It is all about the confidence. I think that's where it is. You are confident about what you want to ask and what you want to speak about. I think it is more important. And then the other thing is, as I said, do not hesitate and, you know, in thinking whether it's a good or a bad question to ask. I don't I think that should just come out of your mind. The very first thing once you're a part of it. And the other thing is like your body language. And also effective listening is the key. You're not always like, I think you need to first kind of give yourself the opportunity to listen. It's very important. Take that constructive feedback when someone like an SME or a senior person is giving it to you. So I think it's very important to be able to evaluate yourself and receive that constructive feedback and then incorporate that in the next time you're actually kind of giving your next presentation or giving your next, you know, um, either a pitch presentation or anything. So I think those are my key things is basically do not hesitate again. And importantly, use your body language. It's very important in public speaking. I think they say like when you interact, interaction is more important. You make them be part of your conversation. If you do not see that happening in the first, I think it is like five seconds, you lost it. You lost that interest. So that captivating the first five seconds when you're giving your first presentation or, you know, trying to communicate your idea, how do you grab the audience's attention? What is something that they're interested in looking into your idea? What is there like if you are giving a new ideas presentation, an innovative idea? Okay, what's the ROI? Like, what are they looking for? Figure out what that key thing that they're interested in listening into. So I think finding that out, making sure you have that in the beginning of your thought process to be able to communicate, and then using your body language effectively, and also listening what they're and receiving and being able to perceive and listen to that feedback is more important. So I think putting all this together, I think that'll just be 
you know, I think that's that's when you'll be able to give effective, uh, you know, presentations and co convince someone to into your ideas and be able to communicate well. So you're into technology from long time and uh, you know how uh, uh, you have seen the change that is uh, happening in last few years or in and I think from 2015 to now 2021 there, there is a lot of change in technology you have seen this growth you have seen this change so what, how how do you how do you see this uh, transformation it's uh, when you have uh, when you was a, a graduate student uh, yeah. the technology was different but today it is completely mm -hmm. different the information technology have changed a lot so uh, yes. around the planet so uh, how how you uh, are experiencing this it's a big big i mean it's a it's a not even a big is not even the right word <laughs> it's like a whole 360 degrees transformation is what i call is like you know you started off somewhere here and then now it's like we're talking about solutions in cloud <laughs> you know somewhere like monolithic like you know standalone applications to you know distributed and you know somewhere cloud based virtualization all these terminology i mean like that's a that's a very big especially in like the pandemic for the past 2 years think about schooling edu i mean education my own like masters as i said like i've done like 3 semesters completely on zoom <laughs> so I mean, where did where 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 was I? I was like in college, attending day-to-day -day classes in person, and then we're like all virtualized. You know, everything is so moving. We have like robotics everywhere, like you know, robotic classes automation. So what is this doing? It it is a little worry because you're digitizing everything, right? So it's kind of a little. You know, it's, it worries me because first there are advantages and disadvantages. Like, you know, the best part of it is this, this error prone, right? And it's all automated, right? Everything is automated. So it's like saving you cost, I believe, saving you time, productive. And I like it. I like that idea. But on the other hand, it's creating this sort of an inhibition that menial labor, I'm not, in the sense like manual, like, people who are used to do like these day-to-day -day data entry sort of a job, you know, all that's kind of slowly diminishing. So you're kind of creating what I call as a digital labor, right? More with robotics, automation. So it's kind of worries. And then the other biggest challenge is security. It's like how much of this is secure, like on the cloud. So it's kind of like all the data protection, data privacy, it's as I said, like it's just both ways. I know we're advancing to, you know, a greater, you know, technology and advancement, AI, ML, predictive analysis, like a lot of buzzwords and a lot of advancement. But on the other side, I'm just worried about imagining a robot operating on a body, like, you know, taking over a man and like doing a surgical procedure. It's kind of scary. It's like you're investing your life into into a machine kind of so kind of worry so so i'm not sure if i can answer the question very well but it's just um it is scary in some you know even though i am from a technology background i myself worry in some cases but then the other side if i look at it 
for me, when I started my engineering, I only saw a few varieties of engineering. Right now, when I speak to girls or kids who are taking up engineering, I'm looking into engineering like forensics engineering. Like, I've never heard of that forensics engineering. It sounds very interesting. It's like investigating, like why this is, why this bridge, you know, collapsed. It's like investigating. It's it's another angle to engineering. So there's like so much advancement in technology, especially also in engineering, biomedical, biochemical, like so you name it. So I I really like that you know new way of thinking and the innovative technology, and but but just some parts of it still think it's still a machine underneath. It could break any time. <laughs> so. They should be like, hopefully, you know, a mix of both. It should not totally take over us humans is what I'm saying in a sense. They should be a balance. So I hope that's where we stand, even like further 20 years down. I hope that's where we stand. I don't want no robot take over my life. <laughs> you know, that's kind of worries me. One so what, what what is a person before engineering and after engineering i'm sorry uh, what what uh, 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 is a person before engineering and after engineering what is a person yeah i mean uh, a, a student or a hu human being uh, before uh, engineering what is uh, his or her mindset or after completion of uh, the, the studies um I guess before engineering, it's more like, oh, you know, how do you, I think they're not critical thinking, thinkers. They're not very good problem solvers. After engineering, you understand how to think critically, how to analyze critically. So I feel like they become strong uh, problem solvers. So they kind of, before engineering, you just think in one way. After engineering, do a multiple ways to explore and think. So I think that's the major difference. You kind of analyze problems in a different perspective. It gives you that opportunity to think about it and look into it in different ways. So I think that's the biggest um, advantage of before and versus after. That's what I was. I, I know how to write a you know C code, how to write a Java code to solve one way, you know, like a, you know, an algorithm. But then after engineering, after I'm studying more, I don't know multiple ways how to solve it. And then there's a better way to be able to do this, you know, same thing, resolve it in a better way. So, so the, uh, what do you say about that? Is a blue blue ocean or strategy strategy? Yeah. So the blue ocean strategy is like, is it's like you think about it, for example, like um, any organization, they want to be able to, for example, I'm talking about, um, um, for an example, like a pharmaceutical company or like even simple Microsoft, just take it as an example. Like, like, so if they wanted to be, or even like your phones, like Apple phones or iPhones, whatever, like just take that as an example. So they, instead of like, how did they come about um, so there's this big 
what I call is like the ocean where all the competitors, like, you know, all the mobile companies, everybody's competing to create this, you know, want to jump in and like have this better deal for customers, like this mobile package plan, data plan, this plan, all these competing new products, Samsung, Apple, all these phones, right? That's all like red ocean. It's like everyone is beating each other in this competitive world. Blue ocean is how about I find this new market space, this untapped market that nobody ever found it. I'm going to start working on this new product. Like, as I said, like Apple introduced iTunes, right? It took over like iPods, like what you had, right? So it was something totally a different innovative idea, enhancing your whole experience of downloading books, music, like how do you tie like cloud-based, you know, it's available for everyone. So that the concept, that idea where nobody has yet reached out that's kind of like moving towards the blue ocean strategy. That's called like more like a blue ocean strategy. So you're trying to work towards an idea or an innovative solution in an uncompeted market space. So for any organization, as they are kind of working towards the day-to-day -day deliverables and their products, they always have to think strategically into like tapping or working towards something innovative on that. So that's kind of, you suddenly don't wanna just go like create this. You wanna be able to find what that market space is. What is all the products doing out there? See if it is the one which is less, like not less, but it's not competitive yet. That's where you kind of, and that's where you rule the, you know, rule that space with a better idea and an innovative. So you need to have a plan as a team to work towards that. So that's what each organization should be doing rather than, hey, just because this Apple, let me go launch another, you know, another version of iTunes. No, that's just again competing in the same, you know, market space. That's not what you want to do. You want to think about something different that nobody else started. And that's how all these big companies like Tesla, like all these, you know, hybrid cars and all like, that's how they come into it. They're all like blue ocean strategies. They kind of think about this untapped market space. So that's the transformation. That's how you try to make use of new technology somewhere like bring in, you know, some advancement of that business process and some transformation which can add bigger value. So that's a good way when you're trying to kind of um, as it like want to make more ROI, more revenue and more growth in a company, you want to be able to, you should be thinking of that. Uh, can I say understanding uh, the the human human basic needs and uh, uh, the, the, the communication between people and uh, and um, uh, and the relations, the connectivity be between people. I think all this, uh, if you see as a whole from the top view from the plan, uh, the planet. I think uh, the blue blue origin, uh, blue blue ocean uh, strategy that you said. I think that is possible because the 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 uh, companies that you have mentioned, Tesla. I think SpaceX uh, and um, a boarding mm -hmm. company, which is under underground uh, 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 traveling. So all these ideas are coming from out of the box. So you are right. saying that you you are saying that we should not think in the same way like everybody is thinking. We have to uh, uh, think in the way that uh, 
what exactly Not, is important correct and as i said like i like i mean i know the company wants say you know one x company came up with this hybrid car so the y company doesn't need to go think about the same building of x you know company type of a car with slight variations not adding any value you know what i'm saying what can bring value much different much innovatively much you know something nobody tried yet is what you want to look for in a longer term again it's not going to happen in a days you know worth time or two so it's like just because x started this why should not invest their time and money and resources in building something similar to x's is what my thought process is they should be totally thinking something else i know it's going to be a longer term strategy but eventually it'll bring more value so then eventually x's will come down and you'll have something totally different idea which is kind of like so i think it's very important to have that as i said like communication of that new ideas if someone is really into that technology has that creativity engineering and technology is their go to find it i mean again as i said you don't even have to be just good at you can just be good at science and math understand what it is you don't need to be like great that's where the myths are so i want to be like i'm not saying men are not creative or anything i'm just saying that just to take off that inhibitions and if you have those good ideas strong ideas find a way to pitch them you know as you said like you could be standing in an elevator they say elevator pitch presentation with the ceo of a company you should be ready to be able to pitch that idea you never know when that opportunity knocks your door so this toastmasters communication skills public speaking skills will help you prepare for that next opportunity that could come to you right i totally agree and i totally connected with what you said uh, uh, because of the people uh, having the mindsets like you have i think uh, a lot of creations that we are seeing today and a lot of uh, devices whatever the innovation we are people are using all around the world because of the people who are thinking like you i think so i think you people want to be the exact definition of different which means uh, different means something that you have not seen before you have, you have not heard be- before it should be something that is unique. completely unique unique you're saying that is for the first time yes i'm sure everyone has that tinge of that uniqueness in them just to be able to spark it okay that's all it is and again as i said like just share it but share it such that someone can understand that effectively and work with it like i have something in my mind which has been there as in my nonprofit idea but i just need to be able to like kind of work to be able to make it happen so it'll come one at a time <laughs> so so awesome cool so and also uh uh, uh can you say about uh, change matter uh, ch- change management uh, and uh, digital transformation you you yes. already said uh, can you elaborate it yeah sure so what is change management as i said like there is like so when i said like some one like you know the organization wants to move from x way of doing things business to advanced way of doing the same x functionality so you're talking about the whole business process transformation so in order to be able to do it it's 
what it is, is it's a change management. How do you manage that change from being able to go from a current state, the way you were doing things, to a future state? What is your vision to come there? So that whole process is managing that change. So initially you come up, as I said, like you have this innovative idea. And first you want to understand what are the current pain points of your customers, you know, and from bringing that change. Why do you want to bring this change? Because the customers are unhappy with the way that we do the current business, you know, identify those pain points, identify those business use cases. Then, as I said, you want to create a charter. You want to be able to create a charter, more like a small mini organization with a team of innovators, like, you know, these team who have this knowledge of, you know, all advanced technology, find that blue ocean strategy, make that blue ocean strategy plan and prioritize. Then you need to convince in that change management process, the management or the senior leadership to approve your change, right? And then once you have a whole plan, you go through the whole life cycle, you have a team, you implemented a prototype, you built it, release it, develop it, you demo it, you present it, right? Once that's done, now it's like, hey, now we're going to roll this out and everybody's going to start using this new way of doing this business. From that current state, we move to the end state. But in that change management, you need to train people. How do you adopt to this new way of doing things? So that's the last part of the change management. You need to have, so this whole entire process that I talked about, the steps within bringing or moving, transitioning from the current to a future state is a change management. So those are like some of the steps of that change management. And the last, as I say, like is adoption. You need to put in training capability. You want to explain that, hey, it's not, as I said, like some could introduce digital labor. So you want to be able to convince your employees and say, like, this is not something threatening you. It's not going to take you off from your regular job, right? It is something for you to focus on high value tasks. So how do you kind of train the mindset of people. So those are organizing organizational level of change management. So that each steps, there are different phases of that change management. So those are some parts. That's kind of what I call the change management. And as I said, the two important things are one, you need to be part of that team, like team coalition. If you're not part of the team, you're not able to drive that change. And then the other thing is convince and identify who those influencers are when you're at that time of finding the approval to be able to implement that change. Did I make it clear? Yeah, I have a question from uh, the explanation sure. of yours. So adoption, uh, yeah, you mentioned uh, one of the uh, uh, key points uh, in making this possible. I think uh, so. Uh, being, uh, having a blank mind uh, and uh, having no expectations and seeing uh, and taking what it is and how it is, I think uh, uh, is that the I think uh, that is is that the best way to uh, observe and absorb things uh, and uh, get uh, uh, be part of uh, the change, like you said, change management. Because uh, where you where you where you started was a different point, and where you are going is a different point, and all the points from one to hundred, if it is. 
this time so so every time you're seeing something which is completely new and you have to be ready for the new and yes. you have to be uh, adapting to that change right yeah. so you need to have a process you cannot just throw as i said like hey somebody everyone were used to doing the current you know business in a certain way now you're telling them to use like these set of big technology and advanced technology and you do it in a different way so it is hard so instead you need to work that adoption of that change as well through this whole process so you need to train them as i said they need to understand they need to be the stakeholders the employees everyone who's involved who's going to be part of that business process need to be involved from the starting current state to the end state so it will be easy to adapt to that new change so i hope uh, everybody who is listening to this uh, understood what you said so at last uh, tell me about uh, one of your uh, ways of uh, expressing uh, your views and uh, your thoughts and uh, your emotions which is uh, dance um yes so that is something uh, i'm mean, i'm continuing to do thank you for asking that question i love talking about it um it's been my interest what i believe is every person the creativity and that focusing comes through a form of art whether someone is interested in writing someone is interested in singing it can be any soft skill and someone is interested in dancing so it just i feel like it is i don't call it a stress buster i'm more calling call it as a energy booster it gives me a positive energy so every time i mean i've been learning this for more than 8 years after my marriage after my kids so and i still continue learning i'm part of a dance performing company here in philly and i'm actually dancing and still continuing to teach so it just kind of like um energizes so and this is an indian classical dance and it also i think adds the other part of my thing that expressiveness i think it that's what it is <laughs> it 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 goes together with the way i express and i think that hand um and then the movements and the gestures the body language the gracefulness the composure i think it all comes through that so i have again a similar closer connection from my dance into this the discipline I think that's through my form of you know, my form of art that I'm learning, which is Indian classical dance. So, Bharatanatyam is what I'm learning and teaching. <laughs> so, uh, uh, it seems like uh, you're a very intense person while communicating with people or uh, uh, while expressing uh, the viewpoints that you have and uh, and uh, the the. I think uh, you have very uh, you have another planet in your mind. Uh, i think that is why the reason you have a lot things to do uh, and uh, want to create effect uh, you uh, in your own style i think i can also imagine the effect that you can create uh, using uh, the, the 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 movements that you have uh, which you are uh, one of the expressing medium called dance sure yes i mean as you said like i mean this is my time i want to be able to give back and i feel like i'm I mean I know I want to create an impact that's true 
And I think you giving me this opportunity to be able to spread my message in the connection between how I pulled in the, you know, effective communication skills to public speaking, Toastmasters International, and then also my dance. And then the other biggest thing is, is motivation. You know, I want to be able to motivate more and more, you know, people, again, not just taking the technology career, but also like, you know, thinking how important communication is to anyone. Everyone, as I said, has that small spark in them, just need to ignite it. And I think that's what I want to be able to motivate if I can. <laughs> so tell me about your, uh, the, the, the contribution that uh, you're going to uh, give to this planet uh, until the day you'll be alive. Um, the way I want to be able to I want to be able to contribute is um, be able to leverage what I've learned so far and kind of create an impact. If I'm able to motivate 10 girls, you know, <laughs> to take up a career in engineering, that's kind of a satisfaction to me. If I'm able to spend a decent amount of my time, I spent like six weeks of my summer with the YLP Youth Leadership Program session, just teaching nine to 12 years kids public speaking. I mean, that gives me personal satisfaction. Amazingly, they have brilliant ideas and their impromptu speaking skills, they are not nervous. So in that process, for me, there's an advantage too. I'm learning through that too. I'm learning some of those ways that they are using to be able to communicate as well. Their public speaking skills are extremely good, some of the kids. The speech topics they're picking, just giving you new ideas in yourself too, in that process. So if I, I think that's, that ultimately is gonna give me satisfaction. I'm this part of a, but the most important thing I wanna be able to say is I wanna stick to my roots, the culture and the background where I'm from, so that I think through DMs, I still want to be able to communicate that. So the reason I'm also still continuing to teach and perform is I want to be able to everyone understand like how important it is and what advantages. So I do dance workshops and then I teach all of the kids here. Like I teach fusion, like Bollywood, hip hop, what for kids. But at the same time, I tell them, teach them about classical dance, the value add. I feel like in a way I want to be able to kind of stay close to my culture and background. And this is a good platform to spread that message as much as possible. If I can motivate more girls, more more people to take up that dance form, you know, as an art form and public speaking. And then I have my old students coming back and interviewed me the other day. It kind of felt nice that you were able to have that impact on someone, you know. So I think that just ultimately is my goal. I don't have a per se to reach a certain number to impact people's life, but if that kind of can uh, create a positive experience and stay connected, I think that's that's good enough for me. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so at last, a few words about the change. Uh, change. Ch to change something? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the only thing that uh, 
that is constant in the world is change. Yeah, so change, as I said, it's kind of scary. So, um, and you want to be a, I think as, as your life on this planet, you want to be an important part of that change, whether it's a positive, negative. So you cannot stop the change from happening. You have no control over it. But can you let that change control over you? No, I don't think you should. You still need to be what you are, believe in what you are. And but definitely use that change to create a positive impact. That's kind of what my message is. So you cannot stop the change, but but kind of mold it to be able to kind of create a better change, if possible. So, and also, what do you say to the people, to the uh, especially to the women who are coming into IT, who are taking uh, engineering, who are coming into engineering and have uh, know nothing, but uh, they have this passion to. I do everybody is doing engineering so I have to do it so what do you say to those girls uh, from who are watching and who is listening to you from anywhere on this planet I want to say first if you first be thankful honestly be thankful I think your family friends they are the greatest support so when you have the opportunity to leverage that take it take that support and then take that next opportunity to jump into this. Do not hesitate. There are any myths. I'm always there or you can ask me or however you want to reach, but definitely look at role models who can inspire you more. Be, you know, create that motivation and just as I said, you don't need to be a superstar in, the, in order to take up that engineering. Just be yourself. And if you have that ideas, just don't bury them in. Just come out of that shell. And then I think speak up. That's kind of, that's all I can say. And you learn, and I think the path will come and you'll learn your way through it. I'm sure uh, because of uh, the words, the effective words, the impactful words, and uh, uh, the, uh, the way you expressed uh, uh, your experience and uh, your viewpoints on different things, I'm sure. Uh, uh, people who are listening, uh, especially from the place where you're born and, uh, and also people who are from different uh, places of this planet, if they are listening to you and I'm sure there'll be some change in their uh, uh, way of uh, doing things and way of uh, creating things or uh, learning things and uh, how to adopt uh, to the new things like you said. So I'm sure uh, your contribution is a lot to me and to to everybody who spent their time to listen to this and who watch this. And I'm sure uh, in coming days, you're going to do wonders with the way uh, of thinking that you have. And, and thank, thank you, you for, yeah, thank you for giving me opportunity. <laughs> thank you for giving me opportunity to uh, uh, talk with you and ask you questions and uh, know uh, what you think about the world and uh, what do you think that is working to make things possible so and also what do you what do you say as an observer as a person who is into it from long time and uh, have exchanged words with a lot of people and uh, made things possible have uh, involved in a lot of projects and um, 
uh, in a team so what do you say about me talking with different country people who are into different professions and also who are into it uh, for 20 plus years or 15 plus years me talking with them and trying to uh, create an impact and putting it on the public platform social media so what do you think that change that i'm doing and what do you think that is working to make this, this possible this Uh, uh talking with two different people for into two different professions and two from two different countries i think the most i think you are doing a great job i mean as when i noticed some of the different you know the speakers and interviewers that you had they are from different areas as you mentioned right they're not just one you know type of ones it's kind of and then it is giving a very good platform for anybody to for you also especially to make that networking it is very important networking and sharing and learning from each other it's kind of very important so while i'm watching somebody else's you know speaker series i mean i've never had experience in understanding that topic so i think this gives a better view again a different perspective and i think it's a very good one stop shop i would call one way to compile in having a one platform where all of these are made available so i think that's a very uh, good idea something different and unique so which is adding a lot of value to each of us and as well as to you too i'm sure you made through this journey a lot of contacts yourself so i mean i want to ask so what what is your goal in through this journey what is that one thing that was being giving you the satisfaction of if i may ask <laughs> yeah so i uh, uh, i i want to uh, the, the 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 number of people who are living on this planet uh, is very big so uh, i don't know whether i am able to uh, connect and communicate and uh, can know what they are doing in their lives and their experiences know their experiences so before before knowing them or before understanding their experiences before listening to them uh, my thinking was different and after listening to them my thinking is different so what i understood is the problem that i am facing uh, are very smaller than the problems that are already uh, there are, there are already people in somewhere on this planet are, you know experiencing different things and i don't need to feel low i don't need to feel sad i don't need to pull myself down uh, just by thinking that uh, uh, i'm less so by knowing all the perspectives made me to uh, come out from the negativity and the negative energy that i used to have and, and to the audience they are seeing uh, they are knowing uh, different great professionals like you telling about uh, their life experiences and uh, telling what is working uh, in the industry and uh, what is creating change and what is creating impact and what how actually the things works how you know all these inputs are making them to think and learn and change themselves and uh, i i feel very proud to be some change uh, uh, on this planet and i'm trying to do that and, and I'm, i think i'll i'll, I'll do that like you are doing in your own style i'll do it my own style no no that is true you just hit the point you are like kind of one of those as i said like key players of that change bringing that change as long as it's more like a positive you know as i said like it's more like a creating that positive impact 
you need to continue through that journey, which you're doing, it seems. <laughs> so, which is good. And I'm glad to be part of that chain as well. So, do you provide any service like, uh, like you said, uh, you are into dance, and uh, do you have any 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 websites or anything that you want to share with my audience? Um, I mean, I I used to work for a dance school, but I'm just doing it on my own. And um, I mean, I have my contact details. I'm just very local in New Jersey, but then I'm part of a couple of dance companies, which I can definitely share. There's one in Philadelphia, as I mentioned. There's one New Jersey Arts Council as well. I kind of also um, I'm involved in their like apprentice and like as I said like dance workshops so kind of if anyone's interested in that side to be able to be part of that or even to you know join me along with me in my thing we'll be happy to share that information and if there are some opportunities where I can reach to more communities and you know people that will be also a good means. Um, and then the other, other side, public speaking, I am the club president for my local chapter. I am also the area director for a district 38 and area 43. That's what it is within Toastmasters International. And if anyone's kind of within that area who want to be part of, or do you even want someone like me to be a mentor or a coach for a club? I would be very happy to volunteer my time and help out. Also youth as well. There are, you know, youth or young kids or young students who are motivated and are interested. I can always create a small club charter and be able to pull in my mentors and pull in a youth program together. So there are different ways. If there is some way I can be able to help and contribute, I'd be happy to do so. And like I have a couple of um, my, um, I think I did one podcast earlier with like more focused on women in engineering, my personal career journey and how I was motivated to take up engineering. I can share the link of that. And uh, just to be able to, someone has those myths. I more, mostly talk about that. It's like, what are those myths that most of the girls are hesitant to be able to take up a career and pursue engineering career? Why and how can we help? Like, how can how can I clarify them? Like, you know, so. So your message to Hyderabad, uh, where you have gone? Mm -hmm. <laughs> as I said, like I want to stick to my roots. <laughs> That's why I said, like the woman you said, that, I'm I'm not that, that happy that everything was split, but it's okay. 20 years ago, it wasn't like that. So, but Hyderabad is still Hyderabad. A <laughs> um, message to them is, we are the most, uh, I would say, lively and smiling and happy people. <laughs> and I would say, continue being that. And I'm very excited to be part of Sai's podcast. And if it can reach most of you. And, um, and then I just want to say, stick to your roots. Believe in your soul. Do what you want to do. And do it with confidence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, your smile is uh, really good. So, oh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> thank, and, you. Uh, thank you. Thank uh, you again, Malti, uh, for giving me your valuable time and uh, spending uh, your valuable experience and uh, valuable words with my audience and to the world. So can I put this video and audio clip on my YouTube channel with your permission? Yes. Uh -huh. So is it going to be like 
the entire thing, right? Yeah. So can I also put uh, this uh, audio and video clip on my podcast website, social media, internet, everywhere with your permission? Yes, and I can also share to my, you know, friends, family, and I want to be able to also put it on my LinkedIn profile. Too. Awesome. Thank that's you, a good way for you as well to have that professional connection. It's a, it's a great thing for me. I I can I can show to people that I did a uh, 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 interview with the person who is in IT from long time and who is into different uh, uh, positions, and uh, I can able to grab some information from her through the questions the, the questioning ability that I have. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah, Any anything that you want to say? Uh, no, I just wanted to say thanks again. And I know it was a last minute thing, but thank you again for giving me this opportunity. And if any, you know, if you have any questions or any further, you know, information, I'll be happy to share. So thank you again now. Uh, keep going, keep doing what you love. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.